All right. So welcome to the Code Hanger um, coronavirus round. <laughs> so uh, it's Coach Kiwi and Fee here on one end, and we also are joined. We're also joined by. You do like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Which one are you, Nat? Uh, I was always quite a Peter fan, actually. I, I thought Peter, the middle, the middle boy, was pretty groovy. I can see that same haircut. <laughs> so we've got Nat Morgan and Emma Phillips on the Skype. <laughs> so um, since we since we recorded our last pod and broadcast, a lot's happened. So let's talk about that. Uh, what do you reckon, ladies? So during the week, uh, it was announced that the women would play the finals. So we would scrap the. Um, well, hang on, was that already announced by the time we did our pod? I can't remember now. Uh, no, no, we no, no, no. It all happened Wednesday Friday. night. Yeah. Was it oh, early in the week? We- yeah. Yeah, Wednesday night, or was it Thursday night? Wednesday night, because the girls were supposed to jump on. Yeah, because uh, Gold Coast is supposed to be on a plane on Thursday to play a Friday night match. And Brisbane had to travel so, too, didn't they? Yeah, or was it Brisbane? One of them had their bags packed, ready to jump on the plane. Right. How long have you been working out which day it was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you was uh, really that's all we've we got time for. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, so such... Huge changes are happening on a daily basis, if not more frequently, that it's hard to remember when, you know, we're constantly playing catch-up. But so the first thing was they scrapped the rest of the home and away season. So we had the um, elimination finals this weekend. Um, And so, look, I've got to say, I'm going to go out first and say I don't think the women should have played this weekend. I think that they should, if the... Season had to be altered because of health concerns or safety concerns. Then they should have called it then. And I think that Frio should have been awarded the premiership without any finals played. I don't think that they should have brought the actual grand final forward or anything like that. I think they should have just looked at the ladder and gone, there you go, Frio, here's a nice pretty cup for you. Fee, can I ask, did you think that last week when they announced the final series and the changes? Yes. Same thing. So you haven't shifted in your views no. on that. Yeah, no. Fair enough. No. What are some other thoughts? M, seeing as you uh, chimed in. Chimed in. Let's um, hear your thoughts. I, oh, gee, that's tough. I don't, I think I was happy to see them play. I, it's, with hindsight now, of course, it's easy, I think, to say, oh, look, they shouldn't have gone ahead. You know, the rest of us were in relative social isolation and there they were tackling each other out in the field. It seemed quite strange. Um, but I think it is easy to say that now and think they really shouldn't have gone ahead with any football. Um, but at the time, I suppose I was happy to, for the footy to continue. That's probably my heart talking rather than my head, though. Um, I don't know about awarding Frio a cup, only from, from the perspective that I think it would be a really hollow premiership. I don't think I don't say that as a North supporter who's bleeding um, more than which I know you guys are thinking. Sure. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> uh, no more that I think it just would have been pretty hollow, and I'm sort of happy that they haven't done that since since calling it all off. Yeah, yeah, real roller coaster of emotions yeah. and and sort of thought process as well. It went from uh, the first thing was we were meant to play normal round, and then suddenly I oh, know just the top two teams due to a misspoke by Gillum in his announcement 
And so sort of the footage and the info coming out of Collingwood especially, that they that training, they were devastated. They thought they were going to be in the top four and there were going to be finals like that and then they weren't and then they were and people were coming and going. And I think Brisbane were all off at the pub at one stage, weren't they? I think they all had to be dragged back when they found out the announcement wasn't quite right. So, um, look, in the end, in hindsight and probably with the result of the match on the weekend with Frio dominating, I think Frio North Melbourne should have played off in the grand final and I feel pretty confident that Frio would have won that uh, based on how North played against Collingwood. I don't think anyone is near Frio's form currently. Mm. Um, I mean, I would love footy to go on forever, but there's sort of a reality in real world and, you know, you want things put in perspective sometimes and it doesn't really matter. It was just a really odd way to finish it all off, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Kiwi? Yeah, look, probably... Being a footy fan, I wanted more games. Um, but also we don't know the advice that they were given. We only know what we've been um, sort of filtered from the media and the government and things like that. So I guess um, we don't know if they were told it was okay, if they kept the players away from others and all that kind of stuff, um, which I find also hard. I know that some of the clubs were down to some very um, skeleton-type um, staff and they were all kept away from the club p- apart from training. Um, so whether that was enough, who knows? But yeah, it's. Um, I feel for the girls, the emotions, the ro- roller coaster they would have been on. You know, you think season's over and then it's back on. And Frio are three hours behind, right? So they got to train on that Wednesday night, knowing they had a final to play. So a little bit different to the teams on the eastern side as well. Um, but yeah, I think no, Frio don't deserve the cup. Not now, not last week. I don't think they're not played. Ever. No, ever. That's right. <laughs> not for 2020. I will not be lectured by two by. <laughs> I just don't think, you know, they, they didn't play the top teams. And, um, no, and they so had a pretty cushy run as well. Did you see? Sort of, I think they only had uh, two trips across to Melbourne, I think it might have been. Uh, one of their away too. games was playing West Coast. Now, that's not an away game when you're still in your, you know, your home city. Yeah. So they had a pretty yeah. good run. And I think the finals, if the three weeks of finals had gone ahead, Frio would have, and if they'd won their games, they would have played three home finals too, I got True. the impression. Yeah, grand finals so, would have been over there. And the two teams they travelled was against St Kilda, which they only just won, and Western Bulldogs, who were well out of the finals. So, um, you know, they, they were pretty reasonably close games, those two games for teams that weren't in the top four um, or had a look in even to the top three. Um, Melbourne also didn't travel too much. They had a home game in Alice, which was their big travel, but it was a home game. But, um, you know, they got to play Collingwood and um, Bulldogs. So, you know, they spent a fair bit of time in Melbourne. But, yeah, it just would have been good to see the top teams play each other. Um, so, um, so, yeah, I just think it didn't happen. The season didn't finish. So even with the rorted conference system, um, we didn't have enough matches to gain, you know, a good picture of the season. And we all know grand finals, you play different. I think Brisbane went into grand final unbeaten a couple of years ago and lost. So who knows, Frio could have got the yips or um, stage fright. They would have played in Perth somewhere or in, maybe at their own stadium at Fremantle. But, yeah, I just think no premiers this year. Bye-bye. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Just interesting uh, and good to know that we all have different opinions, but I'm right. Let's move on. <laughs> Am I going to blow a siren? <laughs> <laughs> Glad I suggested that. 
boy. All right, let's talk about the elimination finals that eliminated the whole uh, season, as it turns out. Um, so North versus Pies. Oh, Pies. Oh, look, they gave it a good crack. They you know, it was, it, really was there, did, it was there to be won. Um, I thought it was a really interesting game. I uh, really wish we had been able to go and see it, you know, 499 of us sat around each bay. <laughs> we could have fitted and not touched feet, each hey? other. But, um, yeah, cracking match. And um, and that's what you want to see, I think, for finals is really good, close, cracking matches. And you didn't know to the end of that game who was going to win it. So, um, you know, quality performances from both sides. I think Chloe Malloy was was just outstanding. Jamie Lambert, probably a quiet game for her. Um, she was picked up and tagged, though. Britt Benici just stepped in like she's yeah. under, I thought. I mean, she's always, you know, significant for them and solid, but she had a ripper game. Mm. And interesting to see that they had Britt Gibson down in the forward line. Yeah, I think that was really odd and really odd move. Yeah, because it didn't really work last week, no. I thought. So... Um, but he stuck with it. So, yeah, interesting. But, um, yeah, sad result for any Magpie supporter. Um, oh, but, yeah. It was, it was disappointing that, one, you're right, the crowd couldn't watch what was a really good game. Um, and you were saying that you thought Lambert had a quiet game. She still picked up 22 possessions. In fact, Collingwood probably had five or six players who had around about that mark. They were pretty balanced across the board. And, as you say, one was held, someone stood up. And you're right, Benici's gone week in, week out, getting better and better, hasn't she? She's uh, She's been a ripper, and I hope Collingwood will hang on to her for next year. The third quarter was the Pies' biggest problem, wasn't it? Did not score. Not even they didn't even. I don't know how many times they got it up in their forward line. I don't think too much, but that just cost them dearly. And unfortunately, yeah, that was that was the game. Two bloody points. It was a great tussle. I think be you know leading up to it, we all spoke about oh, you know, North Melbourne are on fire. They're going to be grand finalists, and I'd sort of jumped on their wagon too. But before the match, I think, Em, I spoke to you or said that their stats for the season, the two clubs were really, really tight, really close. Yes. And uh, and that's exactly how it balanced up. Same thing for the stats on that match, really balanced as well. You're taking a photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they were... Hang on, I'm just learning my better <laughs> side, Kiwi. Just, just side? this yeah. way, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I'm just looking at the stats here now too. It really was, it was a very balanced game throughout as well. I think North were probably pretty surprised by um, how fierce Collingwood were and just how... Um, you know, what a quality side they are. I think that, that did surprise them. I suspect they went into that match feeling like they were going to run all over Collingwood. Um, and it was, you know, <laughs> my nerves aside, it was pleasing to see a really tight final start the weekend off. Um, also, speaking of, um, you know, the, the mid Collingwood's midfielders must give a shout-out to uh, Ashford Dell, who I think I might have mentioned in our last uh, gathering when we actually could gather, um, who has just really come on in leaps and bounds, I think, this year in what is already a quality, quality midfield outfit. Um, Riddell just a stem trained, you know, 20 shoot, but 22 possessions, I think, also. So, yeah. And Garner again with that last mark, you know, it was the killer, wasn't it? <laughs> and she was the one yeah. to get it, given her season. She had to hold it high, though. Hello, I've got the ball. You know, she took like that specky hold. It was like, I'm going to take my 10 seconds as well. She knew yeah. exactly where the game was at. Yeah, yeah right. she's had a great season. Um, and I guess Riddell has been learning from some pretty good role models at the club too, hasn't she? Those yeah, midfielders there are leading along nicely and uh, trying to squeeze half of North Melbourne's midfield into the All-Australian team has been uh, tricky when you want to squeeze in a couple of others as well, but uh, yeah. it was. It was all good. And um, big shout-out, I think, Shani Layton. Her, her to yeah. come back a week after having that compound fracture of the finger 
and brave enough, tough enough, strapped it up. And she, I think uh, the hit-outs were equal between her and North, um, that she she held her own and she still picked up a good, I think, 12, 15 possessions as well around the ground. Tackles, she didn't hold back at all. It's sort of mm. all or nothing was shiny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. How, now, yeah. how did you Great feel about Abitangelo's goal, the little banana kick that kind of floated oh. in rather than... <laughs> Very frustrating. Goal, it? it was just weird, sort of left, right, in and out. It was, um, yeah, no, a couple of things just... There were just a couple of moments where you think, oh, this game is just going to turn or something it could go either way. Yeah, yeah, and each side would drag it back and look like they were going to dominate again. Um, yeah, look, I'm glad the season's over because, you know, you don't have to worry about Collingwood not making a grand final now because no one's made a grand final. <laughs> Everyone feels as badly as us. <laughs> Speaking of feeling badly, let's talk about Giants versus Demons. Oh, gee. Oh, nothing yeah. like snatching wow. defeat from the jaws, from the jaws of, of victory. victory. <laughs> they really they really did that, didn't they? That was a perfect example of how to lose a game, wasn't it? Yep. They just yep. did. Can I can I say they shit themselves? <laughs> shit themselves. Yeah, I think you can. You. I remember Trace saying about the Giants um, last season that sometimes sometimes teams need to learn how to win. Yeah. And it really does feel as if they just talk themselves out of winning. Out of it. There were yeah. four missed goals: mm. two by Cora, one by Schmidty. Amy Schmidt, oh, and one by Eva. Eva, yeah. I think Schmidt missed two. Schmidt missed two, did she? She had the post sure on one. Them? Yeah, she was running mm. Oh, geez. Well, that should have been worth 20 anyway. <laughs> but uh, they they were just, yeah, that's where it was lost. Any of, if any of those had gone through, then uh, it would have been a different result. Mm. I got to cheer on. Three points in at three points. Yeah. Um, Lily Mithin was um, one of our oh. academy kids many years ago. And for her to just not kick a goal, she's kind of like the Brett Kirk of female footy in that she doesn't have a huge long kick, but she has such an impact on the game around and she's such a character. And um, I really hope she overtakes BT for the interviewing off the field because she's just <laughs> way more hilarious. But, um, but to see her kick a goal was awesome. That? To see her tick, kick two, two was fantastic and win the game but heartbreaking for Giants Um, but the video of her family when they filmed her um, kicking her first goal that was fantastic her her mum and just a little cracker she is (laughs) she's just like Lily's just like her mum right you and your bloody mums you know all the players mums and dads you're going to interview her too are you (laughs) maybe she's hilarious Uh, it was very frustrating you're right um, GWS just didn't play that last quarter, did they? They went in with, I think, what I think uh, Melbourne needed three goals to win, and they certainly got those three goals. And I think uh, GWS a bit like, oh, we're, you know, the three goals in a quarter is a fair whack, isn't it? In the kind of, yeah, game. kind of looked like they were protecting their lead rather than going out and, yeah, and winning very the defense, game. defensive mindset, wasn't it? At the end, yeah, it was quite sad to watch it. You just wanted them to rally and you know keep that aggression going. They'd done it yeah. all game. They'd done the work. Yeah, and they should know Demons did this to them um, round one in season two. Mm. They dominated the Ds until the last four minutes. Mm. Same thing, pretty much same teams. Hopefully they'll learn from it, though. Yeah. Did you notice the the bloody jumper clash? Yes. How how did that happen? It was terrible to watch. The only thing different, I think, were the Giants' orange socks, and they all wear them sort of, you know, ankle height anyway. Mm. I don't understand how that happens. It was, it was very annoying on the TV, yeah. especially when you're watching on a three-inch screen on your phone. It was tricky. The old <laughs> eyes aren't what they used to be. So now, has, has there been any, any match review panel stuff come out of this game? 
Anyone hurt? There hasn't been any out of any game. No, it hasn't. They've stopped everything, You've haven't they? You've got Yeah. Home yeah, isolating. Uh, I think that's – it's not if it's two weeks running or twice in recent times anyway. Just when there's a ball to be won and they're both going pretty well at the same time and the same speed, her option instead of picking the ball up to take the player out – I would say illegally because it's a front shirt front both times. And I think this one particularly looked particularly dodgy. I don't know if I can say mm. particularly again. I um, agree. <laughs> no, she just really lined her up and, you know, that's a very dangerous kind of shirt front that I think, is I, always, I think has always been up for review and there's just been no talk of it. I think it's also a bad mindset that instead of going to win the ball, yeah. you don't back yourself in there, so you're going to get the player instead. Yeah. So it's yeah, a real negative way to attack it. Hmm. All right, Frio. Yeah. Well, the only other thing I wanted to say about the Giants game was that we just kept saying we we, we were supposed to be there. We were supposed to oh, be yeah. in Giants Stadium. Yeah, the first, game at, first time at Giants Stadium. Would have been yeah. good, but oh, well. The the ground that Pepper Randall mows. mows. <laughs> Pepper yeah. and, and she's now watered with her tears. Yes, yeah, well, you're right. That. The defenders were really emotional after the game, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, her and uh, um, Heatherington. Heatherington was, I wonder if that might be Heatherington's last season, though, too. I'd say she's going to retire, as my guess. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I also thought they were crying because not last game, but because they probably lost the game to let three goals through. Yep. Um, maybe they were feeling a bit responsible for the outcome as well. So. Yep. Something to dwell on in the really long off-season now. Wow, they mow that grass. <laughs> so after two hard-fought close close matches, we had the Frio versus Gold Coast match, which was, of course, a walkover. Um, at least uh, Gold Coast scored a goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think we knew. We always knew it was going to have a bit of a margin. I have to say, I thought the Gold Coast players looked a bit tired. And whether it was because they only had three days home between flights, I'm not sure, but they just looked a bit flat. Um, but having said that, you know, credit to Frio. They're at home. They're playing some outstanding footy like they've been doing. And, um, you know, their young stars stood up, Roxy Roo and yeah. Gooch and Duffy. And, um, you know, they just looked Houghton. exciting all around the field. Houghton, surrounded mm-hmm. by red jumpers. She was outstanding. Was um, yeah, I just thought, yeah, Frio did what we thought Frio would do. Yeah. And, and finally, also, oh, sorry, so just just going to add to that, Kiwi, and say that that was the fourth trip in a row for Gold Coast as well, the fourth road trip for them in a row. So when you say they were tired, I think that's a fair call. Pretty rough yeah. Game. But, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they got a, dare I say, a bit of a lesson, I think, that they'll really take into their next season, losing by that margin. They probably thought they were pretty amongst it before that, I reckon. But to lose by 70 points, you just <laughs> it's a big reality check, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and you know what, they had the Frio up? last year, right? No, mm. the Frio one last year, wasn't it? 73 was the margin? Am Against right? whom? Car- wasn't it Carlton knocked them out last year? When they were warming up, they had a couple of key players that got injured and dropped out at Icon in the prelim final. Oh, right. So, yeah, so Frio did to them what happened to Frio last year. But I think, yeah, Gold Coast will learn, and being a new side – because everyone keeps saying, oh, they need these new teams need time, blah, blah, proving they didn't need time. Yeah, to make you it know? to finals. They made the top four. Mm. They went and played the guns and um, good on them. Yeah. Uh, and then Carlton versus Lions. Well. Yeah. It's an interesting match, wasn't it? I mean, I think that I, I thought Brisbane would have been a lot more fancied than what the result shows 
in this match. Um, but they really withered under Carlton's pressure, and I think they felt their pressure on every single line. I just think Carlton, all of their players came to the party, you know, and they just they eked away at Brisbane before they just ran over them. Yeah. It was that quality, Carlton. Every time I see them, I think <laughs> I have a bit more respect for them. I, we forget sometimes they were grand finalists last year and they've just gotten better and better, you know. So, so many um, players, I'm not going to hold the space, someone else talk about no, it. No, I was just going to say, look, I, I haven't got my notes here, but my recollection of the game was that um, Carlton yet again were slow starters. But yes. I just, based on last week's game especially, I just knew they were a slow burn and they were going to come hard and they did. Yeah. They just warmed up this and well. along. And, yep, and their confidence was up and their key players were playing really well too, and that was the difference, wasn't it? Um, yep. Memory was it, was it was quite a physical game too, wasn't it? It was, um, yeah, sort of, you know, some heavy knocks and hits and things like that. But it was Lots, uh, of, lots of heavy knocks, even friendly fire. <laughs> Didn't a Brisbane, couple of Brisbane <laughs> taking right out and, yeah, it's... The, um, and one on report. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. But their young stars are looking so good, aren't they? Other than the obvious impressed Parkers, you know, we have uh, Lucy McAvoy is just a sensation. I um, mean, Georgia G, of course, who had just... Yeah. So she was I a think, highlight, wasn't she? Yeah, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Did just she kicked three, three goals in the end, I think, Georgia G Yeah, got. she did. Yeah, she finishes did. beautifully. And she's so, you know, Kayla tiny. Take, yeah. So that's it. Taylor takes all the attention of the good, strong, big, tall defenders. Georgia G gets to run around the back and, and do all the finishing. So, yeah, it works well for the little ones there. It does. Teamwork. Because I think Taylor didn't end up as, with as many goals as she would have liked, I don't think, for the season. Mm. And I think most people expect for a successful season for her was to be kicking goals. But she would be up there with the goal assists. Have you, I don't know, Em, if you can tap away on your screen there or something. But yeah, I've just um, got some stats in front of me actually. Uh, not yeah, look, I haven't got the individual stats, but um, yeah, go on. Sorry, that was useless. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, I was just I would have thought that that combo of Georgia G and yeah. uh, Taylor Harris, because Taylor just if she doesn't take the mark, she's just smashing those packs, mm -hmm. and she springs up quicker than anyone too. And yep. so yeah, it's it's a nice little combo they got going. Just, just one stat in front of me here. That, and there are many that are notable from this game, and Carlton sort of dominated, I think, pretty pretty well all of them. Um, but tackles, the tackle count was 60 to 28 in favour of Brisbane. So this will back your theory, Kiwi, that, you know, you, I mean, I always think too, the team that's behind, if you're chasing tail, you're going to have to tackle a lot more. But 60 to 28, that's an extraordinary, you know, more than double what Carlton wow. had. So I did not realise it was that huge. But, yeah, Carlton controlled the football. Mm, and, they did. and that's just, right through the, the yeah. midfield area too because in the forward 50s they're about the same so you know through that wow. middle space where the ball is to be won they did a very good job no rewards if you're second to the ball mm. <laughs> harsh um, harsh reality i think the one who doesn't get mentioned a lot i love moody in the ruck i reckon she's been a, a top player this yeah. season and everything stems as you say from the centers she's getting the ball down to her her little midfielders, and um, I think she's had a great year. She's been um, a standout for me. Doesn't make all Australian, but she had a really good year, solid. Yeah, I agree. And and when you think they've got a young midfield with McAvoy and Presparkis, they're going really good. Yep. Be interesting to see if they can hang on to them all. Yeah. So um, we've got about five minutes left. So... Did you want to talk more stats about the season? Um, or how about our tipping? 
the tipping uh, result. What's no, happened? She I don't know really the wanted to at. talk about the tipping is because she wanted Kiwi won. Ah. <laughs> uh, quick sticks Kiwi. Have you got I it? never oh, win. She's looking it up. Um, obviously, we don't count last week, <laughs> last week's tips. But I was going really well for one week, I think. Sophie finished on 23. Out of, out of a possible what? Uh, all the games. Six. Was that six <laughs> You can add the games up. It's 20, isn't it? Six. Yeah. Six, seven's a 42 plus four, 42, 46. So, yep. So what did I say? 23. Um, then Trace came in sec second last with 26. Thanks for your tips, Trace. You only tipped twice, uh, two this weekend. <laughs> Um, then Natty bet her with 27. M, you hit the 30, no, one, two, three, 29. Oh, yes, I hit the 30s, 32. We all. Um, so you won by all, three, Kiwi, is that right? I demand yeah. a recount on this. <laughs> yes, I did, I won by you, three. You've been running the whole thing all season. I know, shonky. <laughs> Shifty. I ran what. out of fingers to count anyway. <laughs> uh, um, one other thing I just thought of that I think is worth mentioning as we head into whatever we head into and looking towards next season, um, I noticed in the probably the final few rounds that the commentators had started to talk about the origins of the players a bit more. I don't know if any of you noticed the same thing, uh, but it, it's always bugged me that whenever you look up players stats or where they came from you can't always see what their local club was and I always think you know for the growth of women's footy it's going to be great if we can speak about what clubs are available to local women and girls to play anyway so they've uh you know lots of discussion about local clubs which I thought was yeah. fantastic including the I city agree. yeah I agree I think it's fantastic because um Crystal Petresky I think she was the one that they spoke quite a bit about her where she's been in Melbourne and then she come from New South Wales and then back to Victoria and it was really interesting to hear some of the background stories and um, and hopefully these clubs that have helped develop the players too, they'll, um, you know, take a little bit back from them and be able to share that back to their other youngsters and say, you know, she was one of ours. Yeah, and definitely. why don't, where do, is that information available? Why don't we have that available, if you know what I mean? Because I know yeah, there's some stuff on the AFLW page. It is hard to find, isn't it? It should be on the AFLW page. If they've got a wiki created, which not all of them do. They don't all do, that's right. That. Yeah. But I, yeah, it I should be on their wiki. I picked up a record, a physical record from uh, perhaps one of the North games I went, the North game I went to, um, and that had they had it in there. But there's nothing digitally that I can find, nothing easy to find digitally anyway. Just the wiki stuff, as Kiwi says. It also, I think, depends on each individual uh, club and how much detail they put in about under the profile of each player. Some of them mm. will go into that sort of detail, um, maybe fill up space before they then fill it with other stats from from AFLW seasons. So it's, they're not all they're not all uniform what they put yeah. in there. Yeah, because the record has their height and it has a few things in it. Yeah. yeah. Talking about their origins, I think, also helps to counter this idea that the AFL just invented the game suddenly and invented something for women to play and they all suddenly came from netball to play. <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, obviously, the, the groundwork has been going on for decades, you know, literally decades, and, and you can go back further if you like, those pioneering days. But, you know, I think we've got to talk about those origins more and more, so I, I applaud those commentators who were doing that. 
And especially um, when we talk about how new the game is and it's only been evolving for four years in the women's scope, some of these players that are now, you know, your Daisy Pierce, Moana Hope, trying to think of us, played against Ireland back in 2009, mm, I think right. it was. So yeah. they were obviously good players and at the top of their game way back then and represented Australia. So, mm. you know, they've been playing football quite a lot longer than four years. Ten years ago. Like 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. The AFL take this long off season to just try and correct a few of their errors this season. Yeah, looking forward to a whole lot of improvements next season. Anyway, so uh, this may be the last time we speak to you, but uh, we'll put a lot on the socials in the meantime. So for the best hub of you in women's footy, June, 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 June,